Mercy, mercy, mercy me. That's all I was saying as I was watching this episode. Oh, I was saying <laughs> mercy on high. I don't know. It's a yeah, mercy so this mission. is, yes, indeed. The eighth episode. The closing credits for a mercy mission. No, no, we're just being silly. No, we're just being um, silly. No, I, mercy... I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm joking. I'm being facetious. Like it wasn't. No, it was. It was wasn't that bad. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the eighth episode of the second season, directed by Joe Menendez, as was the last episode, written by Cindy Appel and Kirsten Beyer, one of our favorite writers of the new Trek. Yeah. Usually. Um, usually. Usually. But. Um. No, I I I didn't think. I liked this one. I definitely, you know, thought it was thought it was fine. Um but I think you and I were talking so the just for the audience to know, you know, we I'd been talking to you a little bit on um Saturday. And because everybody were friends. Yes. Um and when we were talking about this episode, because we hadn't spoken about it yet, and so I was like, you know, I like it. It's, it was fine, but uh, it's. I just think the season's getting a little off the rails, and I'm, I'm kind of just ready to bring this plane in for a landing, right, and move on because. But is the plane ready to land? Has it deployed the um, landing gear? Is it slowing its approach? Is it coming in at the right angle? Yeah, I, I think... I think it's coming in at the right angle. There's nothing... Because there's, there's two ways of that, that, I, that I typically... Or there's multiple ways I kind of look at these shows. And, you know, we're very much in tune with, like, plot holes we've god knows we've done it a lot on other shows and talking about plot holes and saying well why they're doing it this they could have done that you know clearly they can do it this way so while there's nothing really wrong with what they're doing and they're not really finding any structural issues that don't make sense or things not connected i just think some of the creative decisions some of the story decisions i don't i didn't find to be very intriguing and very entertaining it's just a lot of it I'm, there's, there's a fair amount of it i'm, I'm not entertained by Yes, I'm not entertained by a lot of it. Um, and as I said before, I think that at the end of each episode, I kind of feel like I could have read the Wikipedia entry on it. or Right. Because right. actually, yeah, so the, the Wikipedia entry is right in front of me. And I feel that I don't come away with much more than that. It's a series of plot points that are right. moved forward a little bit. Yep. And there's not much entertaining in the scenes. No. To keep me interested. I'd say the only scenes that I kind of find a little bit entertaining are the Seven and Raffi interactions. Yep. As few as they are, at least there's some chemistry there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, yes, but you're right. I mean, I, I definitely see those. But, I'm, but it's, I think for me, it's just feeling like it's getting really stretched out across these episodes it's just getting very it's getting stretched thin and i'm just ready to it's weird like it's the same way i felt with discovery season four in this sense like i just feel like okay i'm ready to just 
move on. You're not... I'm not pulled in by the drama anymore too much. I mean, there's some, yes, but it's just... It, it hasn't been able to, I think, sustain the intrigue that we had at the very beginning of the season. It's... it's here we have a, a show... I know, we really liked the last season. Um, here we have a season that is all about card and Q. Right. And we've seen them together for how long? Yeah, I mean... The Two end, minutes? The end of the first episode and then in the beginning of the, Maybe of the next one. eight minutes to tops. That's that going to be a stretch. Of I even think that's so generous. I think how, that's generous. Yeah. How is this... A match of the wits of these two, and we've not even seen them interact. It's a bummer. It's a real bummer. Yeah. What a what a missed opportunity. I, I, and I kind of don't care. I'm losing interest. Yeah. I, I, As you said, you're ready for it to land. For me, I'm ready for it to end just so it can be over with. I, it's it's that I just kind of feel like we're just kind of going through the motions at this point, and it's. It's 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 a very weird place. It's like the show, I I can't I don't know if it's the show or maybe it's just my expectations or whatnot. I can't seem to achieve that kind of happy medium because you and I talk about how they're piling on a lot, even getting towards the end, and yet at the same time it doesn't feel like there's enough there to be sustained over ten episodes. It's yeah, like it's, it's yeah, it's, it's weird. There's a, this is sort of a cliche term, but there's a, a kind of a quantity, not quality thing happening where we're just going to add more story bits. We're going to have Sung and he's going to have a daughter and he's going to be blackmailed by first Q and then the Borg Queen. Well, like they're keep, and they keep going back to the same well. He already got blackmailed once by, you know, by, by, uh, uh, by Q. Now he's going to be blackmailed by the, Borg Queen? Well, they're bringing these. The thing is, they're introducing. Maybe not Black. They're introducing these these other these alto, these other stories, right? But they're not really um, keeping them at the forefront that often, because yeah. yeah, they'll bring something in, and they'll spend a lot of time on it. Then they'll move away from it, and we're not really sure if it's done yet. And then it comes back. Then it comes back. This is a very discovery tactic. Yeah, it's just it's like, hey, so we don't know what's this? important. We don't know what to care about. You and I were talking. Uh, I think I don't know if it was last week in the episode in our last episode or two episodes ago. You know the Soong story, for example, because I was saying to you, I feel like there's so there's a lot of different stories going on. And you're like, well, there's only just a few, and then I think you had boiled it down to two, and I'm like, well, no, you have the Soong story, which is not concluded yet. Because it left us at a mystery, but it leaves us at right. a mystery, but then it doesn't come back to it for a few weeks. And you're not really So then then suddenly we get we get the as I was calling it on Discovery, the, the sort of ticking clock mentality, where now they gotta make that clock tick tick faster because now so by bringing back a previously seem a seemingly forgotten plot that was uh left behind a few weeks ago that we Again, didn't think it was over, but like it ended on a mystery, but now it's relevant again because it needs to add to the drama of the ticking clock. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real bummer. I, I just, I don't like, 
and again, I said this about Discovery. There's nothing wrong with doing it that way. It's just it's not a type of story that it's not it's it's not how I enjoy being a story being I don't enjoy that type of story being told that way. I don't like the structure of that of them doing it that way. I just think it's it's ineffective for maintaining audience audience interest. Right. Right. But I mean, we'll see. It's it's in in us talking, and we'll get into the details of the episode in a moment. In us talking at the end of last, at the end of our last episode, and going into this one, we were kind of coming to the conclusion that, as much as I was sort of resisting all of this, that this show and Discovery, in many ways, it is written to be binged. It is written to watch all of them in succession. And so, when I feel like there's an episode that's say filler. A filler episode is called that because of the amount of time that's spent on that episode per week. Because it didn't move other important plot points forward. But when you're watching all of them one after the other, you don't look at it really in that in that way. So here I am like looking at an episode going, ah, it just I'm like it just feels like filler that didn't really move anything forward. I don't know where we're going with this. And so it just makes me feel like I hate what they're doing. Like I it's just I, I, I feel like I get negative when I really shouldn't get negative. So um, I have to kind of come to the conclusion that I can't really judge this whole season until I've seen all of it. So Yeah, which makes what we do kind of pointless. <laughs> well well, I mean once we begin reviewing the season as a whole, uh, we'll have more to say on how we're gonna approach it in the future, but that's in a couple weeks. But this week, we have to discuss Mercy. So you mentioned to me at the beginning of the episode that you actually didn't have a lot of notes this week. And I'm curious why that very is. Very few notes, because I just kind of don't feel like there was that much to say. I don't yeah. know. Well, I, I don't feel like it left us with a lot of questions. Right? No, um, we, we I guess we have the end game set up. We do. We definitely do. Except for when it comes to Q. Right. Well the only end game that matters we still don't know much about. Which no. is yeah, what what are you saving it for? No. And I yeah, I, that's the thing. I don't know. You said to me the other day, you said I, I forget the exact way you put it, but I think you said something to the effect of it feels like this show considers something a mystery by simply withholding information from the audience. Yeah. That's it. And that's what they're yes, doing. Yes, they withhold information from us and think that that makes it a mystery. When all that makes it is annoying, because they haven't given us, they haven't planted any seeds, they haven't right. laid out any clues, they haven't given us anything to work with to try to figure right. it out. So it, it's not a mystery. It's just it's not a mystery to the characters. It's just a mystery because nobody's asking those questions. It's just a mystery to us because we don't, as you say, no seed at all. Yeah, there's no. There's no way to play along and try to figure it out along with our characters right. because right. there's nothing to work off of. Yep. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. And if there is, it's on such a symbolic level, like what I was saying about his dad. If he also was wrong about Q, but that's very, that's very, you know, that's a, yeah, sort of a metal level. Yeah. Um. So, but we spend. So what we have going on is we we that FBI agent 
grabs Picard and Guinan and brings him into the interrogation room. But we learn some things about him. Now, I just got to address this because, and I felt the same way, I'd hoped. But everyone was theorizing that this actor was going to be playing Lieutenant Commander Duquesne as seen in the Voyager episode, Relativity which I know you even said that you watched and we can maybe discuss that afterwards. So everyone's, everyone was hoping that this is who he was playing. Um, it still doesn't seem to be the case. It never is, it is, except yeah. in Picard season one, I guess. Yeah. Well, I just got to say, I mean, while if it was him, that'd be cool. I mean, I still think maybe it could be, but I don't see why it would be. Everyone's, well, yeah, if you think about Picard season one, when they connected the measure of a man, they made it very clear and they... They right. even mentioned it before it started, so it wasn't as if. Well, but every time, not keep every time something like this comes up, the fans are always. It's never the case. Okay, they thought the DMA from Discovery was, you know, was some sort of like anomaly seen in a random Voyager episode, and I'm like, I, I don't. Why? Just because it looks like it? I mean. <laughs> so I I I don't I, I don't think that's. That, that is the case but again if the show wants to do that that's that's fine but it's not something i'm uh, that i'm hinging on but we find out that this guy is he's this fbi agent who believes in aliens and he wants to kind of crack the case on all of this and be the one to kind of make this discovery so he's basically saying that picard and guinan are aliens because as we see in a flashback for him he encountered some vulcans when he was a young child and he has memories. He has like memories of that because Vulcans attempted to mind meld with him, and I guess it didn't work. So he retained mm -hmm. all that information. And ever since then, he's believed that they would come back. And um, he saw them. And the reason why he were in this situation is because he saw the Vulcans beam away the same way that he saw Picard beam in in mm -hmm. at the end in the, in the first episode. So, um, I mean, what do you, what are your thoughts on this aspect of the, of the story? I mean, he's clearly being set up to be somebody who's going to help them with all of this. Yeah. I don't think I care what it was a character. I like the idea of, um, I, I have a feeling that that's the only help he's done is that's it because that seems to be how the show is going. Right. But, right. um, I like the idea that the Vulcans would first check out and get some, you know, soil samples and things before they do real first contact. Right. And, but I want I sort of think it was a missed opportunity for something funny where if the Vulcans could have been doing one of the many things that are attributed to aliens, like sucking the insides out of a cow right. or right. making uh, crop shapes in Put crop them, fields, crop yeah. formation, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that would have been perfect. Make it like an actual, you know, real world where people claim like this is what they're seeing and when they, when yeah. they think you have it a Brazil and they're a actually Vulcans on the nose, but yeah. I think that could have been. That would have been funny. Um, yeah, and this would not be the first time that we've seen something like this with the Vulcans because we do know that they came to visit Earth, albeit accidentally, but they were surveying Earth as seen in um, the episode Carbon Creek, which dealt with T'Pol's ancestors. So mm -hmm. uh, one fan on the Trek BBS kind of lamented that they wished that this episode had been connected to that in some way. And I had to kind of respond and say, look, not everything has to be connected. Not everything has to be connected. Yeah, I said, it's if connected anything, because yeah. it's similar that they were surveying Earth. Nice. 
They, right, because it eventually led to first contact. So, yeah, it's fine. I, I mean, it's not a big deal. I just, I, I don't think that you need to connect everything with that. So I, I do think that that's the end of that character. Well, I mean, he, he ended up getting let go from the FBI, and I think he's going to... I don't think it's the end. I think he's going to help them. Hmm. Because they have to, as you as you may remember, they have to... Um, what do they have to do? They, <laughs> they have to... So, well, it go... Well, yeah. So let me... Let's hold pause on that because it's going to lead into the other to the other thing. So we got you got Seven and Girardi, or excuse me, Seven and Raffi looking for Girardi, who is still turning into this Borg queen. And are they still looking for Girardi? Yeah, looking for Girardi. they're still looking for Girardi. And Girardi has be, has taken to ransacking cars for metal. Yeah. For, okay. What was for, it? What kind of metal? It's in battery. In car battery. To, that makes sense. Yeah. She needs those to make the nanoprobes, and they're not going to be that good right. nanoprobes. I didn't, but I the thing is, I didn't know that it took that long. I mean, we don't know how. We've never seen a board queen become a board queen, but I didn't know that it would take. I thought it would be just as quick as when you assimilate somebody. I didn't realize it would take that. It takes that long. I guess they'd walk around with all that metal already in them right. normally, right? Which makes sense because they've got all the doodads. It, I mean, they're going into these specifics, and I'm like, I, I, it doesn't really matter to me. But it's just it's weird. It's it's very it's, odd. I know, but, it's yeah. something to slow her down, I guess. Because yeah. otherwise, if she's sort of too powerful, they would just take over. I'm um, I'm still not happy about it being Girardi again, because as yeah. we've been saying, it's not. It's the, it's the same as last week, as last um, season, where she's yeah doing something awful beyond her control and now we're in this again and are they just gonna you know i i just are they gonna hand wave it again or is it just gonna be oh we fixed time so it's as if nothing ever happened you know nobody experienced it yeah maybe but, die. Yeah, yeah so i i don't know I mean, it's interesting just to, to to watch it again and see how borg queen becomes a queen but i just i wish yeah. that had been why couldn't that have been raffi Right, well, I could have been anything else. Yeah. Here's another thing: is that you, I feel like the show started the season and they sort of established some great elements, and then they got rid of them. Right. And one was the the humor of um, Gerardi, which now has no humor. Well, like, right. I guess she has a certain right. kind of uh, terrible humor, but. Yeah, so I, I don't really like that. I thought she was one of the high points of the first few episodes. Right. Uh, and uh, so a couple of things that just, you know, I wouldn't call them plot points. I would just call them like not well thought through dialogue. One is that um, Seven says Gerardi is in there and uh, Rafi, uh, Seven says Gerardi is in there. Rafi says maybe. So Seven was yeah. still in there. She was assimilated when she was a baby. Picard was still in there. But why is it that now with Gerardi, you're like, nope, no, maybe. And probably not, though. You know, that was the vibe. That didn't Maybe because she's becoming a queen, but I do remember last but season. Who's, who's the queen expert that knows how queens? I know. Well, seven became a queen briefly last last so season. Ask but... seven. Seven would know, not Rafi. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, here's another I, I, thing. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so then we're going to talk about this little dialogue moment that I just again not thought through. Seven and Rafi are talking. Mm -hmm. I don't have the exact quote, but. 
Seven explains how she can understand that the queen would want connection. Right. And that one-on-one connection didn't satisfy, so she killed the, the fellow, the biker guy. Yep. I thought that was a cool idea. Yep. Uh, Rafi comments, oh, it sounds like your relationship style, Seven. Hmm. Um, so Seven says, can you not be so happy that I'm broken? Which was a great line. I think this is all great right here going up to it. Rafi's making these like comments and Seven real Seven is like, I've been through horrible trauma and you're just going to like treat it as a little joke about yeah. being in a relationship with me. And Rafi says, I will try not to take that personally. How the hell are you going to not take that personally? You can't. What kind of response it's is that? She not, said it directly to not. you. You're right. Can you not be so happy that I am broken by making crappy comments like that? Oh, I won't take that personally. It was a direct it was comment directly, on yeah, you. It was at her directly. I mean, yeah, there's no way to not take that personally. I, so who's who's doing the, the who's doing the um you know the proof for you? Michelle Paradise. <laughs> Michelle, can you look at this for us really quick? Yeah. No. What's the way? You don't I don't do that. Um, here's a question. I have heard in my notes for some reason. Pig in a jar, question mark. Does that mean anything to you? No, not at all. Okay. That's fine. No, no. All right. She was dying. Yep. Humans are all trapped in the past. Mm-hmm. As is a lot of our Trek fans, fellow Trek fans. But... <laughs> yeah, that was uh, something that was sort of interesting. The way Q just kind of insinuates himself into the as being an FBI. I mean, he's able to do this. It, it's, it's, it's interesting what he can seem to do without his powers. The way that he's able to become a therapist without his powers, the way he's able to become an FBI agent without his powers. Yeah. I, I mean, Maybe it's just supreme confidence of walking up. I suppose. I mean, I don't, I don't know, but, um, but yeah, Q shows up and in the interrogation, not in, at the location where the FBI are and he talks to Guinan and they finally have sort of their first meeting and he gives a demonstration to her of what he or lack thereof he demonstrates what he can't do that he can't seem to do anything Uh and it's still not clear to me what's going on like is he actually dying (laughs) is he I don't know I mean do you have any theories on what I assume he probably is dying yeah I don't think it's a part of his yeah. trick. I assume he probably is dying, but I have no further thoughts that I feel like I can't because I haven't been given any. No, and I think that's why is, my notes are still. No, because this is a new thing they're doing with Q. This is not something we've really seen before. I mean, we've seen him, you know, we've seen him have his powers taken away. We've seen on Voyager, we've seen another Q who wants to commit suicide. We've seen the Q continuum at war. So we've seen, this is just another one in a long line of different things they're doing with with AQ. It's interesting because yeah. he does say to Picard in, I believe in Q Who, he says to Picard that he's ageless. Which, yeah. I mean. Something wanted, happened. Something happened. Yeah. We, in yeah. again, it's not a mystery. It's just being withheld from us till later. I just wonder if, I think I may have postulated this some time ago. I do wonder if this whole situation 
is more about Q than it is Picard? Is it is it sort of some underhanded way for Q to fix himself? And actually, and tell Picard, no, it's actually you that needs to, you know, is this Q trying to manipulate it in some way so it helps him rather than it helps Picard? And he's just masquerading around, making making it look like it's that Picard has to change. Is it to help him in like a big way, or just in like a, I want closure on this? I, you know, in other words, relationship Q, in my life. Q, Q, Q's powers being broken or whatever. Oh, I'm gonna fix them. Is it more about? Is this change in the timeline? Did Q do this more to help him himself than to help Picard? I mean, he tells Picard, "This is about you know, it's about you." You've changed in all the ways. What did he say? You've changed in all the ways that matter except one or something you like that? You've changed in every way except the one that matters. Except the one that matters. Now, is Q just flat out lying to him to make him seem like he has to try to fix something so maybe whatever Picard does helps benefits Q as well? I just... It just... I Because it's not... It, it doesn't... I don't really have anything to go on <clears throat> where Q fits into all of this in terms of his powers not working. Or is or is it a result of all of this? I I don't know. So yeah, it's not just Q. It doesn't seem like it's just Q testing Picard. What's his what like? What is his stake in all of this? What is his? What does he have to do with all of this? What does that aspect of it have to do with all of this? And I don't think we've been really given a whole lot of information on that yet. No. Well, that's it's speculated and it's sort of blind. But my only speculation is that. Q found out he was dying. Yeah. And in the way? Picard on this. No, he found out before he he went to Picard. Because remember, right off the well, first scene, that. Yes, yeah. Picard says, Q, there's something wrong. That's and right. That's when he gets and he did say so, to Guinan in this episode um, that he felt something was something was wrong. It some, felt something felt different. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that it has something to do with his relationship with Picard. Yeah. And how, but what I, I couldn't, couldn't guess. It being why he's, why something's wrong with him. You think whatever is wrong with him is a result of what he said to Picard. Like you're changing in all the ways except the one that matters. And whatever no, that I, way I, is, is the reason why he's. No, I just think that Picard, got, he found out he was going to die, Q. And so, you know, anyone's question is, if someone tells you you have a month to live, right? What do you do with the time? And what does Q do with the time? He wants to go and challenge Picard again. Mm. I think that's what the significance is. And, yeah, because you, you, and you were kind of saying, I think you were sort of saying this last week, right? That this may give us clarity on Q's kind of fascination with Picard or obsession with Picard or whatever, however you put it. Isn't that what you said last week? I was hoping. I was hoping. hoping. Does this so this is less mine. If I were writing it, I think it's still possible. If I were writing it, well, my armchair writer, um, I would say I would want to see Q is trying trying to show Picard that he's been helping him actually all this time. He wasn't just messing with him. Yeah, he's been, but he's actually truly been helping him. And then we could find out that like what he was stopping behind the scenes all those times when you had right. a mariachi band actually preventing X, yeah. Y, or Z. I mean, I have kept you alive. I made you Picard. 
and Q is definitely learning. Whatever whatever is happening to Q, it's progressing along the along this season. Because if you recall at the beginning, he was able to snap his fingers and have something happen. Now, when he does it, he can't. So whatever this is, it's pr whatever this condition is, it's progressed throughout the season. Because Q now no longer has the power to just snap his fingers and put everything back to the way it was. Which is why I think, I said to you, that's, to me, clearly why he's recruiting Soong, why he's posing as the, why he was posing as the therapist. I don't know that it factors in on the FBI thing. Because he's now, he can't snap his fingers and just do it. He now has to figure out other ways of doing it that don't involve his powers as a Q. Mm. Yeah, but but yeah. So then the big question is, how does it all connect? This this is this is one of okay. probably one of the biggest question marks that I have for the season, is because it feels like that's the one that we've gotten the least amount of information. The plot that it's the it's it's the one of those plots that really matters. It, I mean, it it's sort of the one that it's kicked the, off the whole plot. season. It's the main plot, but it's don't the main you feel plot. like we've gotten... way more than the board I kind of feel like it's one of those plots that's just going to bookend it. I mean, it started like this, and then we're going to see how it played in at the end. Yeah, but I, but in I between, we're not really... Yeah, we No, just... we're getting tidbits, but like I said, it's not, it's not like a, a puzzle to be solved. Just No, because I just think that it's something... Problem. I feel like this could be something that, as important as it... Obviously, is I feel like this is something that if Q just explained it in the last five minutes, then it would make sense. It doesn't to me beg a lot of questions. It's just, just tell me what it is. You know, you're dropping. Yeah, some hints, you know what like, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. So there's something that I miss from Star Trek of old, which is that. Yeah. You know, and this will a little bit into the Voyager episode, right? But. They don't have any time to waste. So not only do they just drop you into the middle of the action and you got to keep up and figure out what's going on. The biggest thing is that we always see or typically see both sides. We talked about this with Discovery, how we never really saw Osiris side of things. But like we'll, whoever the antagonist is, we usually, we usually know what they're doing right? because we'll cut back and forth. Yes, exactly. It's Year not of this. Hell. Year it's of Hell is a great example of that. Yeah, there's many. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's not this peekaboo of like, oh, there's the person that was the main adversary, and yet we haven't seen him in three or four episodes. Right. So I, I prefer to know what's going on. Same. And, and like, do you feel like the Rene Picard thing is wrapped up, or do you think it's going to come back? Because they have—they were talking about the Europa mission this week, but the way this ended, because the Girardi story—we haven't talked about the Soong thing yet, because those two stories came head to head at the end. The Soong story, yeah. which I think is now he's going to stop the launch, isn't he, or something? I don't know. Well, the Soong story to me is the least interesting one of them all. Oh yeah, but, no, yeah. But it's interesting in one aspect. We 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 learned well two aspects. I think we learned one thing, and then there's something that I like to that I like to look at. 
it definitely feels like a it's definitely like a soong thing in other words it, this adam soong is definitely in line with his successors right i can see this going right into i mean this is what he's what he does for work directly ties into what eric soong did on enterprise but we what we learned about him is because you saw a statue of him in the second episode we we see the confederation that's when they were at um what the hell was that holiday called something eradication day mm. so we learn that the uh, that adam soong is the one who is the key figurehead of what eventually of the world of the confederation yeah and they said renee finds something discovers something that makes all your work obsolete right yes that's exactly right so um what now his daughter stormed off because she got a q gave her the cure for her condition then she's gone um so i I mean i don't know if she's coming back I, i that i don't know about but um he now joins forces with Girardi because Girardi tells him how important he's going to be in the future. It's going to be a future all about him. And you're right. Right. Whatever they find on this mission, on this planet, or on the moon, excuse yeah. me, is going to make his work obsolete. So, so now he's directly threatened by that. Her again. Right. So two different people have essentially blackmailed or manipulated right. some into stopping this mission. Well, no, but what's confusing... And then the board queen. But what's confusing is that they're not stopping the mission. They're going to take the La Serena so she can begin assimilating everybody. There was no talk of them. Now, are they going to... Or no, I do think that he has to stop her. Yeah. Because he said, you need to stop them. Yes. Or else you're going to get... Yeah, but so why doesn't the board queen do it? She's much more she's much more equipped for this kind of thing. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like they they were ended because they're worried about this board this growing board queen going out into the world and beginning you know prematurely assimilating everybody. But she needs a ship to start doing all of this, like to start assimilating beyond Earth, right? Yeah, but well, no, I don't don't know. But they didn't discuss. Unless I missed something, they didn't talk about. They didn't bring that up. What you said, the well, the whatever she finds renders you. Yeah, well, I think maybe he's already done all he needs to do because he got her medal and he got her yeah. paramilitary people to uh, to uh, uh, you know. But there was no discussion between them saying like we have to stop that mission because what she's gonna. That information we learned about, but that was last week we learned about that. Oh, I believe so. Yeah. I, unless I'm wrong. Well, let me see. But what I mean is, like, there was nothing about how come they didn't say why is this? Why is assimilating and getting the La Serena more important than actually stopping the mission? Or is, just, is, it, is that just a a, a sort Maybe of we're all together? Because think how easy it will be for her to stop the mission if she has the ship. She can just go up into space and shoot it down. That's what I mean. Like, is that's what I was gonna say? Like, is it just implied that? Once she begins assimilating, like that's just going to be part of it. Like I, I don't, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it was very weird too that the the board queen said immediately, like you're going to have to stop. Like she did say, you're going to have to stop this, but there's going to be someone that's going to try to stop you. And that's what says Picard. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I mean, there's going to be lots of people who are going to try to stop you. Picard and then, like, NASA right. or whatever they're called at this point, you know, and then, like, the police. And so she's got some vigilantes who are going to be helping her that she's, I guess, beginning to assimilate oh, into I drones. Paramilitary. Paramilitary, yeah. Um, but it looks like where we're going next week is that we're going to get a kind of, uh, I don't know, assault on Precinct 13 type of episode where they're going to be defending the the La Serena. All the while, the um, Rios's doctor girlfriend and her son are on board the La Serena. Yeah. Yeah. And they can't use the La Serena, right? Because right. they've been locked out. They've been locked out. So, so they got to do it at Ewoks against the Empire style. Right. So is or the, home uh, alone. I got a home alone in it. Is the is is the FBI agent Wells gonna come with them and help them defend the La Serena as well? Like against the paramilitary borgs? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a blood battle. Well and the question I have is that so they um they're in LA. She's organizing this group of uh, paramilitary in LA. But the La Serena's in, the La Serena's in France. How are they how are they gonna get there? Oh, yeah. It's going to beam in. Maybe she can beam. Yeah, she has control of La Serena, right? No. Well, she, she well, yeah. It, Rio check. said it was in diagnostic mode, but remember Seven couldn't get through because she was in Rafi last week because they were locked out. Right. But, well, they're paramilitary. They probably got some pilots. I mean, that's the least of my worries. <laughs> that's the least of yeah, my worries, in all honesty. How are they going to get there? It's just one of those <laughs> things, like, I'm curious, like, you know. Yeah, well, it's funny because transportation has been a big part of this. Yeah. You know, like, oh, he's on a bus going to the Mexican border. Right. right. Oh, now Picard's arrested and they're bringing him over to this other place. Let me ask you this. The the Rios, Rios's doctor friend, his name I'm forgetting. Uh huh. Do you th- and her son. Yeah. Do you think they're going to pull a voyage home and bring them back with them? Um, I'm beginning to wonder about that. I guess they could. I don't know. Because she, I mean, not to say that running a clinic is, isn't, doesn't, isn't helpful. I mean, she is helping people, but I mean. Oh, a lot. I mean, especially with illegal or none of them, undocumented people that are. Right. I mean, do you. Have nowhere else to turn. Right. And they're required a little money. Yeah. I, I wonder, but I, I wondered about that. If they're so going to do the voyage home and bring, like they did with the, uh, with Dr. Taylor from the, uh, citations to bring her, bring her back with them. But. Um, I don't know. Yeah, they could, or they could just have a heartfelt goodbye at the end. Yeah. Either way. And then they could go back to the future, and then they could see her picture as like founding uh, science doctor, doctor officer. Or he's gonna meet Sorry. a doctor that has her name, and it's gonna turn out to look like her, or something like that. <laughs> so it turns out like Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, <laughs> the the in a way, the episode it like. I almost said it's filler, but it's not. It's it's getting us ready for what is to come in the next two episodes, which I assume yeah. is going to be all about defending La Serena next week. And then I expect the last episode of the season to be all exploitation. Oh, what? Exploitation. Exploit of what? Of explaining everything. Oh, exploitation is when you exploit something. Like, 
What, what did I say? Why did I say that word? I don't know. Exploitation. I thought you were going to be like, people no, are going to no. be showing their movies. What's, what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, uh, oh, um, the one uh, when they do the dialogue. Ex. <laughs> Explanation? Uh, no, it's a thing that happens in um, yeah. Yeah, movies yeah. when someone just spits a bunch of the information yes. at Yes, you, I'm right? blanking yeah, out on the word. Like, Not exploitation. I'm blanking out on the word. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was, I'm close, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that long, that pause was great. People probably thought that. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, just thinking through all the options. The, the, people probably, I mean, we're lagging a little bit, but I think it's just my connection. People probably thought oh, you lagged out or something. <laughs> it'll come to me when TNA. I'm like, TNA in the last episode. The word will come to me when I'm like falling asleep tonight. I guarantee it. They're going to do Jiggle TV for the last episode. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it's, it's, this is very exposition. much. Exposition. Thank you. Exposition. Not exploitation. <laughs> It's full exposition. I want exposition on Sunday. I want it on yeah, the... On the but yeah. What you said brings up my point that I think that the plot moved forward in ways that were sort of interesting. Yeah. And yet, I didn't enjoy watching the episode. It brought me no, you know, enjoyment. No, because I, because I don't watch to just see plot points move forward. I watch for... I don't know what I watch for. I watch for that, you know, that well, ineffable not, thing that is an, an enjoyable well, hour of television. You're right. The thing is, I'm not compelled right now. I'm not. It doesn't. It's not compelling anymore. So. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, these are just creative decisions that they're making, right? I mean, I'm just not. I'm just not compelled by it. I'm not saying that it's. It's not like I they're am. doing something wrong. Right, I'm, just, I, I'm saying that they are. It's it's not. I'm I'm not. I don't agree with their creative choices. I think they're bad creative choices. Yeah. 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 Not, I mean, I think I think I can. I, I'm willing to admit the difference when it's just you're doing something well, but it's not for me, and yeah. you're doing something not well, and it's not for me. But I think you're not doing. I think with this season now, we're past the point where I could say. We're past the point now where I think anything could kind of save the season for me or change my opinion. I I could I, I could really I might really enjoy the last two episodes. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I I, I think where I'm landing with this because I can see, you know, the runway as I'm bringing this in for landing, is that it's absolutely not as strong as last season. I think that oh, and we gotta notice the yeah. difference. Um, but again, you know, we definitely, we definitely felt like it got off to a strong start, but I don't think it meant, I don't think that it successfully sustained it all in a compelling way. It's just, no, 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 no. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I don't get it. Yeah. That's disappointing. That's that's disappointing to me. And then they got rid of the the chain showrunners and then they have a doctor. I don't know if I'm that's. I don't even know if that's true. I got honestly. I don't even know if that's true. So what? The change showrunner. Showrunner thing. I don't know if that's true or not. Michael Chabon was a showrunner last season. Oh no! I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the other guy, Terry. Yeah. Never mind. No, you're right. You're right. Oh yeah, you were saying maybe they changed again. Which right. Is well, I I thought that I'd really seen something that, that might have been the case, but 
You know, look. It, they're really taking a page from the Discovery book. They're dropping showrunners mid-season. Yeah, it's... Mwah, that's vintage. I, I have nothing more I want to say on, on this because I, I want to... Um, on how I feel about the season because I want to wait until the season's actually over before I say this. Uh, I can only comment on how it's going. I can only comment on the journey of this. Where this yes, and so far we like the first three episodes and we've... I'd say first four. Lukewarm. Yeah. We've been lukewarm on the last... Three, right? Four, really. Next yeah. week is the well, ninth four. episode, and the one after that is the tenth. So, yeah. And no matter how, we, even if we happen to be very disappointed by the last episode, we still got Stranger Worlds, so it doesn't matter. Which I, which I want to kind of briefly touch upon, but um, let me uh, ask you this because if if you would indulge me for just for a moment, um, so you watched the Voyager episode, Relativity. Because it seemed like it could be it could be relevant to this whole thing, which turns out at least still it's not. It's not, but but very cool. Give me your thoughts. So, so first off, I love how we're just dropped into the middle of it and we don't really know what's going on, and they trust our intelligence to figure it out. Right. We gotta put the clues together. We gotta pay attention. It rewards us for paying attention. Um, we gotta look and say, okay, well. Why is Janeway like at a Starfleet facility? Clearly, something's going on here. This is not a normal episode. Yeah, clearly, this is a prequel uh, to the show. Yeah. Why does Seven not have any implants? Right. You know. Right. So I love things that don't insult their intelligence and feel like they need everything spelled out for us and explained. So right. That's first thing. Right. Secondly, it was just I was just along for the ride. It was just a great episode. You know what? I think it even might contradict what I was saying because. You know, we I don't know that there was any way to figure out who the, the main baddie was, but I didn't care. It was a very enjoyable... You know, I think because it was 45 minutes instead of 10 hours. Yeah. So if you keep some withhold information from me for 45 minutes, I'll tolerate it. Right. If you withhold it from me for eight hours, I start to get a little... Uh, yeah. Uh, what's the word? Impatient. Every... Every commercial break that episode goes to that left you at a very in a very compelling spot yeah so if you want to go by um you know the the idea that a season is an episode that would be at the end of every episode we have to be left in a very compelling right but they would have introduced like seven of nine like in the sixth episode (laughs) like oh she's on board the ship now Right, yeah, that would have been spelled out for us. So, so we would have seen Seven get injured, get um, recruited by those people. We would have got to know the backstory. Why does the guy want to do this time travel work? Because his mom, he couldn't save his mom when he was a kid, yeah. and, and uh, he wishes he had a time machine, and then he did later, and he's like, "I'll never let that happen again." Like they, they, they like to, you know, look upon these seasons as like, "Oh, it gives us more time to delve into the characters," and it's like. True, but sometimes I don't give a shit. Sometimes I don't care. Those are the characters that we like. If you were delving into Q and Picard, I would have been much happier. Yeah, rather like, than FBI guy. With this FBI agent, I mean, I thought to myself, "Oh God, are we gonna get like a whole thirty-five minutes of this kid?" And we didn't. It was actually no. Just I enough. thought that was a perfect. It was back. just yes. enough. It was all we needed. Yeah. yeah. And it didn't. You know, it made it better instead of worse. Like we, like when um. Uh, Tarka, and I got his backstory, and I thought, like, well, now you ruined your backstory that you added ruined this character. So <sighs> made it more because it ultimately didn't mean anything. But yeah, so at least yeah. this was nice. 
Yeah. I, I, I like the flashback, honestly. Yeah. I'm hoping I see some Wonkins. But, but the thing is, like, what I love about Relativity, and Relativity is one of my favorite Voyager episodes. Great. It's just a classic Star Trek episode. It's just a classic plot. It just it has all the hallmarks of a of a of a fun time travel time loop episode of Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Kind of on the, they, they certainly missed an opportunity to delve into the fact that they arrest the guy for something he hasn't done yet. <laughs> right. Well, this is the same captain that we saw in Future's End on Voyager, but like you still feel like some dots need need some connecting. Yeah, because I felt like, I don't know, would Starfleet be okay with arresting people for crimes they haven't yet committed? It seems kind of out of Starfleet's uh, mm. wheelhouse. I don't know. You I, need Picard to go, what he needs is Picard to defend him in a, in a uh, right. trial. Yeah, but, you know, because I have to mention, I don't think I meant, I, so forgive me, I can't remember if I mentioned on the show, I know I mentioned in other places, but the FBI agent in this episode, who's played by the same actor who plays Duquesne, as we've been talking his name is Wells, and the relativity is a Wells-class starship. So, I suspect that's just an Easter egg. Makes that's just all they're going to do. But, um, or if he's... They're going to drop some hint at the end of it that he's you know, related to Duquesne later on down the line. But, whatever. <laughs> what the fuck? Who cares? So, yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad you enjoyed it because you know, and just for a note to the audience, you know, every time it's every time it seems like an episode is going to be relevant to what's coming, I'll always say to him, you know, maybe you should check if you ever have time. You should, maybe you should check this out, or even if something just maybe not related, but if it seems like similar, right? I mean, I, we did it with Discovery. We, you know, you watched um, where Silence has lease because it felt like because I think there was the thinking at some point was that it was Nagilam, and I was like, it's not Nagilam. It's no, yeah. <laughs> there's no way it's Nagilam, but. They're never connected, but I always enjoy the hell out of them. Right, because you're always like, it makes it so hard to go back and to come back to this. And because yeah. it's, they, just, they were so good previously, and now it just makes it hard to watch, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And usually, I mean, that after I watched that one, I wound up watching a few of more. Um, so, the last thing I want to mention so, as of this recording, um, mm. we, record, we record these episodes on, we record these episodes the Monday following the Thursday broadcast. So, at this moment, Strange New Worlds premieres a week from Thursday. So next week. Um, now, we don't... I try to, you know, stray from commenting on rumors and stuff like that, but sometimes I just can't help it because I just get excited. But it seems like we got the first... Um, we got the unofficial uh, episode synopses of the first five episodes of the of the season. Now, well, if anyone doesn't want to hear those discussed, I don't know how much we're going to discuss them. But no, no, no. We're not, I don't want to discuss them in detail, but like, and I don't even want to okay. read the names. But when you, um, you know, when you when we hear that the sh the show is going to be episodic, right? You read these descriptions, and that's clearly how it comes across. What are your thoughts on what you were reading? I mean, I read them, and I was like, these sound like, you know. TOS plot lines to me. So, yeah, I think, um, and I don't mean that as a, I don't mean that as a bad thing. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I love, I, yeah, I love the sound of it. I mean, they, yeah, they seem like nice little stories where it's like you get one scenario to deal with. Yeah, and that's it. I mean, obviously, this is the write up, so who knows what other right things we can try to shove in there, but. 
you know, the, and the scenarios are nice little scenarios that, yep. you know, exactly what I would want from a show that was trying to have the same spirit and energy of the original. Yeah, I mean, there's one about, like, it seems like there's a disease. No, no, no. Like, I'm just, uh, there's, like, keywords, right? Like, you know, there's, there's one where they talk about, like, you know, like a like a disease taking over the ship or, like, the Enterprise being attacked by some malevolent force or, you know, negotiations and Pike has to, like, it's all of these kind of, like, things we've heard and seen on Trek shows before that have been present in the current slew of shows. And while I'm not saying that's a bad thing, it's like I was saying back when we began to see the trailers for the show appear. I said, you know, I said, despite what Picard and Discovery are trying to do, it's nice to just go back onto a ship into space and have weird shit happen. Like, that's really, it's just nice to have that, have that back. Yes, and I hope that they bring the weird a lot. Yeah, well, and I have to, and I have to bring this back because we haven't talked about this aspect for a long time. We were talking about how when the show was announced, if you can believe it, almost two years ago, we did that episode announcing it. I was very excited. You were very insistent, and I was too, that we want if they're going to do this, we want to see some crazy shit like they did in the original series. Yes, we want to see total left field episode, Shakespearean guy that they encounter or something, right? Or you keep you always come back to like Richard Nixon in space, right? They you know yes, just like yes. you know, Savage Curtain with Lincoln, right? Like you want to see, you want some of the sci-fi to mimic the sci-fi that was of the that was of the nineteen sixties. I do, yeah, I do. And we'd said it's, it looks in some ways it looks like we're getting a little bit of that because what we see in the trail is like you know we see them sword fighting. Mm-hmm. We also see what looks to be like a very you know, ancient Greek-like planet, right? Like, uh-huh. just... So, yeah, I mean, I I, 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 I'm, I, definitely agree. I mean, I hope that's what we end up getting with the show. And Yeah, and I do also hope that they do some of the more interesting ideas, too. Like, when they encountered the... Uh, the alien that was based on, what was it, like, copper instead of... Yeah. Oh, um, uh, carbon like we are or something, you know, things like that also, which are a little bit high concept yeah. sort of. Do you want Pike to get his shirt ripped? Uh, yeah. I want him to wear like the green. Oh, yeah. I would love that. thing with the deep cut. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Yeah. I hope he wears All that. that stuff. I, I, would, I would totally I want expect Pike him to play to his little thing, his little weird ass. His little loot. Yep. 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 Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm excited, and I and I, I definitely share that sentiment where they, you know, those plot lines, if if legit, seem like nice little stories, just nice, just things they just got to deal with every week. So, and I think that format will definitely speak to us doing this podcast. I think a little bit better because we're going to be we're going to be discussing it just week to week. What we saw this week, what we saw last week. I mean, we were definitely doing that already with Lower Decks, but the last season of Lower Decks kind of had some of that continuity that had to continue amongst the episodes but um mm. i'm re- i'm very much looking forward to doing this podcast in discussing episodic self-contained yes. stories or we can discuss it as a whole yes with the beginning, the beginning middle, middle and end, end. Yeah. we like it there you go what do we think of it yeah it's gonna be yeah. great it's gonna be great that, and on that note, may 5th one week from uh this thursday 
May the 5th. One week from Thursday. On okay. Revenge of Doctor the, Strange Reven that day. On Revenge of the 5th. It's going to be a lot of good viewing. Doctor Strange and then straight home to... Uh, Finales of, the finale of Picard and the premiere of Strange New Worlds. Oh, man. Um, yeah. One of those will have to wait What? One of those will have to wait till Friday. I think I know which one it will be. I think that'll do it for us. Anybody watching us on Twitch, I apologize if there's some. We're getting. I'm getting some dropped frames. I think I'm just having a kind of a shitty connection right now, so I apologize for that. But if you can still hear us, that's that's good. We should have that resolved next week. So um, yeah, yeah, great. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening, and thank you anybody. Thank you for joining us on uh, live on Twitch. And reach out to us again on, on Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram at in Star Trek We Trust Podcast, and you can tweet us at Star Trek We Trust. Thank you, everybody, and we'll see you next week.